Well, hello and welcome to the Ministry of Parents podcast, episode two. Um, Sass, I'm here with Amy and Carrie. And, and this month uh, with Ministry of Parents, our focus is on helping you as a, a ministry leader and helping families develop a healthy rhythm in life. Now, here's the first question that I have for both of y'all. A little personal here, so you're going to have to be honest. Do you guys feel like you have a good, healthy family rhythm in your life? Oh, I see them cringing a little bit. Thank you. I would say we did before we had children. Okay, fair enough. Talk more. <laughs> when, um, when my, as my daughter has gotten older, I have a 13-year-old daughter. As she has become a little older and things have picked up, um, she swims um, competitively. And so there is a lot, for anyone who's listening who is who have children who compete in swim meets, God bless you. Yes. Um, swim meets and track meets. Swim oh. meets and track meets. It's, it's of, a race. No, no yeah, pun intended. It, it, is, it, is, it is a lot of time is what it is. And you, it's a racket, too, because they're selling pizza and stuff. Because, you know, you can't go anywhere. You're trapped. You're stuck. Yeah, they got you, for sure. <laughs> they, they totally have you. It's it's 100% captured attention. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, as, as she started swimming more, and then my son, I have an 8-year-old son uh, who's now playing soccer and T-ball, which turned into coach pitch ball, which um, moved on and on and on. Um, you know, now they're going in different directions. I've got one of them. My, my daughter's schedule right now is she gets it. She gets home. We pick her up from school. She has about 45 minutes to eat something very quickly, change into her suit stuff, and then head off to the pool where she spends the next couple hours. And in between, we have to Get, wait for my son to come home and then when he gets home in, in that time while she's one of them's going to swim one of them's coming home as soon as he gets home he's got to go to the soccer yeah. field and then one of us has to coordinate my wife and I have to coordinate who's picking up who and who's coming and it's who's just going. directing traffic is all it, it is at that point, right? yeah exactly it is it is yeah. LaGuardia air traffic control <laughs> with an eight-year-old and a 13-year-old um and it, it's wild it's yep. just wild but it is you know the, the rhythm of the family has just gotten crazier and and crazier as they grow older, yeah. um, and I and I, th- I know all of the families that we as as ministers work with in our churches, as well as our own personal families, um, it is spinning plates, man. It is it for is sure spinning plates. Amy, you're in a different season of life, but you have been there for sure. Just talk a little bit about sort of a, a, a when you were in a busier right. season right. and didn't maybe have a good rhythm, and, and where are you now? Well, when our girls were younger, and my husband and I were both teaching, our rhythm matched that of the school year, and. Um, School year was really busy because he was teaching in one district, I was teaching in another district, our girls were going to school in a third district, so like Carrie mentioned, a lot of it was who's going where and picking the girls up here and taking them there. You, um, you roll down your window and you fist bump as you pass Exactly, yeah, right. exactly, like, hey, I think I recognize you. Um, you know, and there were seasons that were really crazy. It, it depended on you know, what they were involved in. We always had um, kind of a, we guided our kids toward what one thing do you want to do? Yeah, there you go. And um, we just, we tried not to pile too much on. And I look at parents today and look at, look at sports schedules for little ones and see how much parents are running that I'm glad that we raised our kids before that started happening. (laughs) But you know, there were seasons come and go. 
where rhythm is easy to find and then even the fist bumping a spouse on the way you know one's going one way one's going the other and you get out of sync with one another and you kind of have to regroup and we call it um in our house we call it re-entry because it's you know going into summer going into fall when school ended when school started different kinds of seasons we would go wait a second we are all kind of snapping in each other we're a little grouchy we feel like we're just at loose ends and so we would have to stop and say okay we need to we need to reset yeah we need to take a moment to look at our calendar and intentionally schedule some family time yeah yeah and it's difficult because everybody is telling you and, and your child depending on what they're doing how important that one thing Absolutely. is. Absolutely. And, 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 and you got it seven precedent. times a week. That's right. Yes. And it takes precedent over everything. Yeah. Uh, and then every now and then you find some unhealthy coaches out there that are saying, you know, that, that use it as leverage, a.k.a. if you don't do this, you won't start on the mound this weekend um, unless you're here. Yeah, uh, you know, and it's you know you're balancing that or navigating that. Balancing is probably not even the real word. <laughs> you're navigating that as as a parent. Um, and what's what's crazy about it is we're guilty of that in church as well. Absolutely, yes. we look at For our sure. ministries and say our ministry should be the most important thing yeah. that you if you're do. not why coming you not to here? our thing. What are you doing? <laughs> yes, I have a lock in this weekend. Why are you not making this? Wait, wait, you're choosing <laughs> baseball over the lock in? How dare wow. you? How dare you? Yeah, I agree. Uh, and, and we don't have. We don't consider the rhythm of a family. We don't consider mm-hmm. that there's other things and other people telling them, threatening them. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, that's the one thing we can't do at church. If you don't come to our thing, Jesus you won't love you, Jesus anymore. Won't love you anymore. Yeah. You don't get to come back. Yeah, I can't do that. Yeah, we don't, we don't get that. Uh, sometimes you wish you would. You know, yeah. there's, mm-hmm. there's there's a lot of things you work really hard on. And you're like, man, I wish I could just threaten them to. If you don't show up to this event, you don't ever get to yeah. come back. Well, and I think we're identifying something that all of us who work in church world, we we, we know this that that's where families are. But I think it's something to to empathize with. And those of us who, who have kids and who've kind of been through this, it's easy for us to kind of empathize with it. Cause I, I remember like the first time my son wasn't going to a church event because we had a sports event that, you know, he signed right. up for the sport back in August. Right. We didn't hear about the church retreat until October, but there's a thing on the weekend in October right. when, and so what do you do? And so, so those of us who kind of live in really both worlds, understand it and can empathize with it. If you're someone who you don't have kids and, and you're not kind of in that parent and, and the air traffic control world, you just I think you need to understand and have empathy for the rhythms that parents are in while still challenging them to have a better rhythm. And that's kind of, I think, what, what maybe we want to say is, is how can we help ourselves personally mm-hmm. and how can we help families have a better rhythm? And so that's what we're going to talk about when we come back uh, from our break. We'll be back in just a minute here on the Ministry to Parents podcast. Hi, I'm Jonathan. I'm a youth minister. Hello, I'm Reverend Jeremiah, and I serve as pastor to the young people. Hey, Jeremiah, it's nice to meet you. Please call me Reverend Jeremiah or Jeremiah the Reverend is fine. (laughs) All right, Rev. Tell me a little bit about your ministry. Well, we gather twice weekly in order that we might study from the Word of God. It's awesome. What tools and resources do you use? Uh, The Bible? Yeah, of course. Do you use anything else? Um, What else would we need? Well, I know my ministry uses a ton of resources by YM360. It's super helpful and their team is really supportive. Oh, well, I'm happy for you, but I'm pretty good on doing everything on my own. Sounds kind of lonely. For me, I love having a place that I can go for resources that I can trust with people who are always in my corner. Huh. Interesting. 
Welcome back to the Ministry to Parents podcast. Chris Sasser, Amy Diller, Carrie Ray here talking about helping uh, us as ministry leaders and helping families develop a healthy rhythm. So, Amy, how would you speak to a ministry leader about how they themselves personally can develop a healthy rhythm in life so that they can lead from a better place? Recently, I I was just doing some writing and the question popped into my head, how are you being? And um, we are so used to the how are you doing question and the answer for ministry leaders, for anybody, is usually I'm tired, I'm busy, I'm stressed. And um, oftentimes the thing that we need the most, we put on the back burner because there's the pressure of what needs to be done and um, we just think, okay, I'll get to that later. But if you start from a place of exhaustion, you have nothing in the tank to put toward um, what matters in ministry. And, but if for yourself personally, if you are not cultivating that time to slow down, spend time with the Lord, fill yourself up, rest, then you're not any good for anything else that you're doing in your life for your own family and for the families at your church. Um, you know, one of the things that I, that I do is I don't set uh, uh, New Year's resolutions. I, I don't do that. Um, We're going to talk about that in January, by the way. We have oh, a kind of a hey, whole, whole awesome. kind of a session on, yes, on that. Yes. But what I do is oftentimes I'll ask the Lord to give me a word for the year. And um, what's really funny is the last few years, the word has been rest. The word has been peace. The word has been be. And that's hard for us. And yet we know that the Bible is filled with rest. Mm -hmm. and, and so if you are out of sync, if you are feeling like I was talking about families, if you're snappish, if you feel impatient with the team that you're working with at church, um, if you are looking at Sunday morning as the last thing that you want to do, you are gravely out of rhythm. Yeah. And it is time. Don't get to that place. Because if you get to that place, then it's really quick to slide into burnout. Mm -hmm. And then you are no good. Yeah. And, and I would say part of the way that you need to help yourself not get into that place is to have some people around you right. who have the freedom to hold you accountable yes. to making sure that you're not getting to that place mm -hmm. and that you are, mm -hmm. are healthy spiritually yourself. And it's so funny, Amy, as you, you were talking, um, something that came to me literally yesterday in thinking through some things is how can we, and maybe we'll unpack this at another point, how can we move from being ministry leaders, which is what we call ourselves often, mm -hmm. to spiritual leaders? Because mm. those are similar, but, right. but can be different. Right. Like you can be a ministry leader and not see yourself or be or feel like or have, have what you need from God to be a right. spiritual leader. And I think what we need to be is both. Mm -hmm. And so how can we take the time to be a spiritual leader for people by what God's doing through us. Mm -hmm. And you're right, it's kind I, of I think that's really good. I, not too long ago, wrote an online article about balance and the myth of balance mm -hmm. um, because we're chasing. That's what we want to chase, right? We are, we're told there's got to be a work-life balance. There's got to be a ministry-life balance. And I, I shared a story in there in the online article about my wife. When, when my wife was pregnant with our first child, uh, she sat down on the couch. I was watching TV. She sat down on the couch. And she turned off the TV and she said, I need to ask you, I just need to ask you a question. I said, sure. What, what, what you got? 
And she said, with the birth of this child coming, are you willing to be a better father and a husband than you are a youth mm-hmm. worker? And I froze. I, I, I get paid. To, I, I'm a professional talker. It's how we eat and live <laughs> indoors, right? right. <laughs> I, I talk for a little, and, and I had nothing. I had no answer. And when I couldn't answer, I, it, I was shook. I, I couldn't answer. I couldn't come up with anything. And, and it made me question, start questioning. Maybe, maybe I don't, I don't know. I don't know. What am I chasing? Am I, am I chasing trying to be the best children's pastor or student pastor, or I, I want to be seen and known and recognized. I want to have the best ministry in, in the, in the community. Is that what I'm chasing? Am I chasing after this, this fake balance work life balance thing? What, what am I going after? Yeah. I'm chasing these ghosts that don't matter. Um, and you know, Andy Stanley talked about, um, in choosing to cheat, he, he talked about there, there's not really balance. There's a choice. And I would say in this rhythm of a family and in our personal lives of rhythm as a leader, as a, as a church, uh, a youth worker, as a children's worker, what are we chasing? Yeah. Are we chasing balance? Are we chasing, you know, wanting to be the best? Am I, am I, ch- am I willing to be a better father, mother, s- sister, brother? <laughs> am I willing to be a better husband? Sp- what, am I willing to be better that than I am a children's worker, yeah. mm-hmm. a pastor? Mm-hmm a student pastor, what are we chasing after? And I would add on that, Gary, am I willing to pursue being a more authentic follower of Jesus mm-hmm. than I am being a great youth pastor, children's pastor, family mystery pastor, whatever? Right. There, um, because that, that, that will flow into all the things you mentioned. Right. Because there is, there is no such thing as balance. Yeah, that's right. It's a myth. That's right. And if we're chasing after that, if, we're, if that's the be all end all, then we're going to miss out. We're yeah. going to be chasing a mirage that we'll never catch. And we're going to feel frustrated and defeated mm-hmm. when the question should be, am I chasing after being a better follower of Jesus? Am I chasing after a healthy rhythm of myself and in, in the things I'm doing for myself, for my family, for my ministry? Um, is that what I'm chasing after? Okay. That, let's, that's the question. Let's transition in, kind of away from the personal kind of rhythm that we need to develop as, as ministry and spiritual leaders. Um, and let's transition into how we can help families and parents and kind of really from the church side, what can we do to help them build healthier rhythms? And so Carrie, I know you got some ideas on that. I, I do. I, I, I have been privileged and blessed to get to be a part of some large churches in, in my time. Um, and I've seen things done really well, and I've seen things done not so well at all. Uh, one of the things I think we as um, churches, as ministries do, is step all over the family. Because I've got great, as a, as a youth worker, as a student pastor, I've got great ideas of all of these things, and they're fantastic, and everybody should show up at them. And your kid's going to grow in their faith oh, if you send and, them to me. And my intentions are pure. My intentions are great. But guess what else? My, 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 my children's pastor has some great ideas about some things too. <laughs> and our college person has some great ideas about some things too. And our single adults or our adult, you know, everybody's got great senior adults. They got some great ideas. Everybody's got great ideas. And, and if we're not careful, what I see happening more often than it should is we, as a church, Big C Church, walk all over the families. Mm-hmm. We have so many things. We have planned them out of being successful. Mm-hmm. As, a, as a family, as a rhythm of a family. We've planned it out of them. There's no room for that. 
we are just as guilty as mm -hmm. soccer coaches and baseball coaches and, and those things of going, hey, you're supposed to be at this. Now, we can't pull them off the pitching mound, but we can guilt the fool out of them mm -hmm. if they don't show up to that's these right. things. Right. And that's what we do. And it's the same. When you back up, it's the same thing. Yeah. It's the same thing. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. You know, what we do when we over-program is we take away family time. We take away time from them because time is precious. And we know that our families are busy. And we know that there are seasons that are busier than others with different ages of kids and when we are filling their margin with something that is at church it's almost like we're making them feel guilty mm. like you said Carrie we're making them feel guilty for missing something that well I should take my kids to be involved in church um, and that's that's not healthy for us and it's not healthy for our families and we can't what I saw done really well is um, I've been in churches where we would sit down as an entire church, uh, staff-wise. We would have to come, we had a date on the calendar every year. We had to come with all of the things that we wanted to do, sketched out, planned out, the dates laid out, the cost, all of it. And then we presented it in front of each other. And we put it all on a big board and we looked at how it was grouped. Yeah. And you could see it physically. Oh, yeah. Oh, there's a giant train wreck happening at the beginning of September. Yep. Oh, there's another one in December. Yep. And then we had to start having conversations about can we move? Is that what's the best thing here? What needs to be the focus? And some churches do that really well. There, there's churches that label it as A event, B event, all, you know. I would say if you can't do that, at least as a student pastor, as a youth pastor and a children's pastor, at least get the two of you in the same room. Yeah, that's right. Yes. That internal handoff that's going, right. going, hey, at least you and I, maybe the whole church may not play and that's okay. We can't control that. We can suggest it. We can hope for it, but we can't control it. But what I can control is sitting and saying, hey, mm -hmm. children's pastor, why don't we, you and I sit down at least once a year and let's look at everything we're both offering and doing and expecting and seeing where we're stepping all over everybody yeah. and we're asking too much. Because mm -hmm. I guarantee you that if you did that, you're going to look at that calendar and you're going to say, uh-oh, we're asking this parent to do the same thing is to have my kid over here, my, my fourth grader over here. Yes. Everybody get out of the car, yeah. put your hands in the air, say That's break, right. and then everybody go in their separate yeah. directions. And then we'll meet back at the car in the parking lot right. at some point tonight. And or Wednesday you, night you're coming here and then Thursday night he's right. got to go over there right. and Sunday right. everybody's here and it's just right. this it's, air it's traffic control. Yeah. It's a hot mess. And we are exacerbating that problem. Mm -hmm. And we're stepping all over the rhythm of the family when we can be, I guess the word is intentional. Well, and I'll tell you, yes. It. And I'll tell you what, what it takes is it takes level of maturity as a ministry leader. Mm -hmm. So let's say you're sitting in the room with other people on staff or either, you know, maybe one other person, your kind of other family ministry counterpart. It takes maturity to say, okay, I'm going to value what the family needs more than I'm going to value sure. what I think our ministry should do right. in this moment. Right. And so you have to sort of hold things with open hands to say, you know what, I've been, I've been dreaming about that fall retreat on that weekend for the last six months, but I kind of see where it maybe isn't best for our families and our church, so I'm just going to have to sort of let it go. That takes some ministry maturity. It does. Right? It also takes some of what we talked about before, um, but not winging it. Yeah, um, that's right. If, you're, if you've established some things on a calendar that are established events, established um, whether the outreach or camps or whatever they are, um, you would think that the children's pastor would know that that's coming and they know, you know, hey, 
in June, we always do student camp. It yeah. always takes place in June. It yeah. may be the first week, the second week, or the third week, but it always falls within that first three weeks of June. If the children's pastor knows that, they're able to avoid that's planning right. something. They're not planning VBS right. in June right. when everybody's gone on the mission trip. <laughs> that's right. And or whatever. They know yeah. that, hey, VBS always takes place the right. third week of July. You know that's where that's at, and you avoid it. You don't lay something right on top of it. Right. You know that that's a carved out space for them. And not only do you, uh, you know, did you plan for it, you participate in yeah, it. Yeah, that's mm-hmm. right. You celebrate mm-hmm. with it, in in it with them. You're a part of it. You're in this together. You are not two warring factions who've drawn mm-hmm. the line in the middle and said, well, you know, when they cross over to sixth or seventh grade, then it's you know, it's your your. That's people. right. No. it's a team. It's You're a doing team. it together. It's a team. So I think practically. One of the most important things we can do as a church, Big C Church, but as ministries within the church, is to not step on, to be intentional about not stepping on the family rhythm, not right. blowing it up, not making it worse than it needs to be. Yeah. Of If you can't do it all as a whole church, man, that would be great. Sit with your pastor and pitch that idea of what if once a year we all came, you know, guns loaded, ready to go for this thing, and we have a discussion. Yeah, do it in the setting that you can control. Right. And that you have right. But if you can't, yeah. do it sure. in the one you can yeah. control. Yeah, that's right. Yep. Well, hopefully what this conversation has done for you is it's been encouraging to, to you as a ministry leader to make sure that you're figuring out a good, healthy rhythm for you and then has pushed you into thinking about how do you help families both from the church side and kind of the way that you're planning out your events. How do you help families have a better rhythm? And then one of the things we're going to do is give you a tool this month in ministry to parents um, that's going to be a, a talk sheet for parents to be able to have a conversation at home about, hey, how does our family rhythm kind of fit with what's going on right now? And some really good questions that a family can sit down and ask, and it'll be kind of one version for for a family with younger kids, one version for a family with teenagers, just so you can help parents have a good, healthy conversation around what it means to develop a good, healthy rhythm. So if if you uh, aren't um, a part of Ministry to Parents, we would encourage you to go to ministrytoparents.com and you can get a lot more information there. You can join um, very quickly. You can join either kind of just on the children's ministry side, if that's what you're interested in. You can join on the youth ministry side. It's a better deal and you can bundle the two together if you're kind of joining um, all together because we've got lots of great resources with you. So We are thankful that you are joining us today. We look forward to our next conversation on the Ministry to Parents podcast.